This is Poetry on the Move, Winter Readings. In this episode, Jill Jones. Welcome to these special editions of Poetry on the Move, featuring poetry readings from 2018's festival. Jill Jones has published 11 full-length books of poetry, including Viva the Real, Brink and The Beautiful Anxiety, which won the Victorian Premier's Prize for Poetry in 2015. She is a member of the J.M. Kurtzius Centre for Creative Practice at the University of Adelaide. So I'll start with the first poem from Viva the Real. The Make Do. The day drops voices on my tongue, all the burnt dust, garbage, tenderness. Duties waste time. I am stupid among crisp brown leaves. I lick salt fresh from the window and wait for the big moon. I get more curious than you think. Change is impure, vulgar, a magnificent rush in make-do. Dust sticks to my daydream shoes. A taxi revs its autonomy and escapes into a dirty, unclear horizon. The main road is a dream hatched, a tremendous streaking in the fast fold of fret lines. I can't always dash moments. I haunt my junk. Uh, The next one I'll read without explanation. Recovery ward. And it wasn't about my recent surgery. The day is an experiment with scars. I smell of that knitting. Other machines zoom with their petroleum and cogs of musk churn. Afternoon falls like a seed. A seed falls because it must. Autumn falls. My smallest scar puts out signals. Leaves scrape in tune. There's a shiver that precedes the eternal gust. I am missing something the air can't replace. Between my body is between. A corpse flaps like thought. If they had given me wings, if I was more than holes, if I could contain the sigh or the scream, if I repaid ground with my rusty skin, I'd raise myself in my season. There's no self-help now. I can only speak in blood tongue and let all the knots pull me through. I've been often criticised for putting birds in poems and I really don't give a damn. (laughs) As an introduction to this next. I am brushing myself. Shed skin like roses. Share genders like perfume. Shed skin like the dying tree. The day like its roses. Smell lemon-scented gum, smell lemon-licked genders like the yellow lemons in my hand, the rose petals, white, pink and yellow on my shoulders, brown bark skin. The day shares its genders all over my hands, stickiness, a prickle, the bug's orange life, the stamen's saffron life, the rich back black loam, the shaky leaf green, milk cut, the dead gum bleeding away, sap life as agendas blow away at my feet, the changing air as the kids play somewhere over, the dog next door whimpers and air floats the day, I am brushing myself within it, 
this petal, this dust that enters me, as I am less or more than the human, as if roses or lemon-scented or rainbow-winged or diesel-flashed or air trails of smoke or neighbourhood cheers or the lost beetle among whatever leaves are left, whatever grit is needed in roots. And I'll move now from that book to Brink. And just um, to briefly say, um, it's a great pleasure to be reading um, along with Bella, who was the wonderful editor of Brink. Um, and we also did another um, editorial um, project recently. So that's great. Um, I'll read um, as a poem the three poems um, that introduce each section of Brink because they themselves mine phrases and words within each section. But I've also published this um, separately as a poem called Consummation, so I'll read it like that. Consummations. One. The spinning world, the guttural dark, sounds the skin and leaves you a book of consummations fresh as rot and queer within. Two. In the torn fabric, the ancient salvage, it's all moving, clues, charms, throngs, the dearest ground. Three, exhale between breath bones, no moment more free, horizon potent, enough to be touched. And then just a couple of poems from Brink, and you might hear some echoes. Uh, this uh, is called Weed Grounds, and I sometimes think that poems are weeds, in a good way. The way grounds become tired of being told or dreamt, and weeds from the work of growing unattended, unregarded. They're ordinary, half-wild, and won't be stopped easily by the great mutants, pests of language, attached and rootless in the same unwelcome, beyond mirrors or concepts, meeting places, flowering and simply kidding about being flowers, being sneaky and queer within and beyond spaces, a bit part, a wall, a crack, broken field, a darkness, paths not quite flagrant, defiant and silly, a bitterness in fresh forms, taking and straying. And then um, this next poem, I'm not going to sort of go into it too deeply, but um, it takes its, um, uh, it took its course from um, a famous poem by Catullus, Catullus 48, it's often referred to. I won't read out the Latin, I can't do that. I'll just simply read the poem. It's called More Than Molecules. There are so many numbers even in this field, the rocks, the grains, the grit. Even if I counted the air in all its nonchalant molecules or the ways everything grows after it dies, the grass waving at us, if I could count each shiver it makes, I'd still want to touch you 10,000 more times, kiss the time that's left, the time that leaves the grains as we sit down, out in the field which is dying, the great silos which are dying, 
the trucks, the lands, the malls, the litter, the nuclear waste, all those molecules too, everywhere. To grow is to be deflowered. Where we are is gone. Where is never enough to be touched. So that's the later work. And I'm just going to take a little detour into some earlier work, just some short poems. Um, from the beautiful anxiety, uh, this is a poem that's written after um, a painting by, I don't know if anyone knows the Australian painter um, James Gleeson, if you've ever come across his work. Um, and this is a paint, uh, after a painting of his called The Attitude of Lightning Toward a Lady Mountain. I've called the poem Erosions. Your dreams erode me. I'm tired of standing anyway. I've already left my attitude, dream thrust above houses of the holy. I'm with the lightning, the pink power of which you're always afraid. Can we call it quits? Let me move into lands beyond the frame and you into your own love. If I have a place, there it is, an open plain beyond walls and chasms or erratic androgynous truths that figured you, the sea we come from. Don't forget my playful hollows. Give me back my hands. No dream stands outside of history. And um, a really short poem from Ashes Here, So Are Stars. Uh, I was going to read my poem um, about Mardi Gras and my one claim to fame, that is shining a spotlight on Kylie Minogue, but I thought I'd leave that for another, <laughs> another time. No, it's, I'll read this instead, it's short. Fire season, it's a, a thing I know everywhere in Australia but, uh, and certainly here in Canberra, but it's also a, a thing in Adelaide as well. Fire season. Smoke becomes us between each space. We have learned to keep secrets. And uh, then from Dark Bright Doors, just another short poem. Figure. I am sometimes very like me. I can't get rid of the poor little nonsense. What can self do with such visions? Look at everything with eyes skirting the obscene. Push on through, tearing the robe, exciting suspicions. Always holding a little figure, something striking, very like me. And just to finish off, I'll read this one new-ish poem. It will be published, but it's currently unpublished. And then, finally, from my very first book. Because whoever reads from their very first book, at, when they've got quite a, a line-up of them. <laughs> I don't. But here's this one. Patience without virtue. Everyone loves the female voice. Am I forgiven for having one? I wait patiently, hoping it's only to do with simple flowers, 
It never is. I dissent again. The moon goes as it came. There's nothing transcendental within reach. What must I do amongst sweat, grey flannel, car parks and theories? I can only be a certain kind of lunatic and women are vaster than history. It's the way I don't step forward politely. No point in sitting on the fence. It's the way I have to fix things by painting a sign. I can't believe I still have to protest this fucking shit. <laughs> I can't put the leaves back. My affinity is always a question. I can't recall when these things didn't happen in my cells or beaten up memories. I'll never be as dead as a man. The sign's a real sign, I'm sure you've seen it. I just copied it, but I can't believe. Anyway, I'm just going to read this last poem. Um, and it's from my first book, The Mask and the Jagged Star. And it's, it's the only time I'm going to talk about form. Uh, it's written down the left-hand side. There we go, left-hand side and the right-hand side. It could be read in two voices, it's been done. Um, it could be read as two separate poems. Um, I'm going to do the zigzag down the page, but um, I've done it other ways as well. Mother, I am waiting now to tell you. Mother, about the letters I never wrote, the sirens outside batter my heart, and the fact I don't eat enough food, reminding me that I am hungry, all that heavy, seductive stuff in the nights of new traffic in dreams. And I don't understand your eyes where there is so much blindness, the glare of your tenacity almost breathing. I'm struck down at the window. I've prayed to be that strong, resisting also. The death squads are squealing in the backyards. But there is too much noise, two languages now, spray painting their names like manifestos, like what you wanted me to be like this. I don't like the sound my fear makes. And like someone else who has my voice, I talk to myself, begging that someone who has my arms but speaks a different love will remember the answer to the enigma which you have lost the words for. I am waiting for them to tell me. I am waiting now to tell you. Thank you. This has been Poetry on the Move. I'd like to thank our guest, Jewel Jones. This podcast is made possible by IPSI, the International Poetry Studies Institute, and the Centre for Creative and Cultural Research, Faculty of Arts and Design at the University of Canberra. My name is Shane Strange. Thanks for listening. Thank you.